What's up, y'all? We're your hosts, Brandon and Cherie Cobia, and you're tuned in to another episode of Fit Chat, where we chat through not only physical fitness, but also your balance of mental, spiritual, relational, and financial fitness. You'll get our uncut perspective on life's biggest needs, all mixed in with a little bit of real life and some good old common sense. So let's dive in. What's up, everyone? We are back for episode eight. We made it to of eight. The Chat podcast. Um, today, we're going to talk about a topic that may be the missing link in your entire fitness gap. This may be the reason you don't feel as well as you should. Um, we're going to talk about the topic of rest slash recharging slash relaxation, whatever you want to call it, but downtime. What is the way you get your downtime? Um, so we're going to dive into that a little bit, give you some ideas, just talk about some stuff that may help you here. So I'll start real quickly by saying, I believe like this is something society promotes in extremes, right? You're either t- told to be the hardest worker in the room and go crazy and, you know, attack everything, or it's promoted to be overly lazy, Right pictures of all the vacations you go on, pictures of you chilling out and doing nothing, you know, just there's two sides of this and there's not a lot of middle ground. So I would encourage you to, to not be on an extreme, but there is some balance to this. So personally rest for me is a, like when we pick this topic, I don't really have a lot of good ideas cause that's a struggle <laughs> for me. Um, so you've gotten, you've gotten a lot better about it, but his personality type, he doesn't rest well. He feels like he's wasting time. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. But to me, it's, it's like everything else. It has, be, it's become a discipline in my life that I actually have to force to happen because it's not natural to me. So maybe that's how you feel. Maybe not, but we'll dive into that a little bit. Cool. Um, I think it's something that's just really forgotten about in society. And like we said earlier, it may be the missing link and what's holding you up from a fitness standpoint. So what are, Sheree, what are some of the things you see that like lack of rest actually affects? Uh, definitely mood. So was that directed at me? <laughs> I mean, you can get a little chippy sometimes if you're not rested, but everybody can, I can for sure. Like my, my, My fuse is really short with the kids. If I'm not well rested, anything can just kind of set me off, you know? So definitely affects your mood. Uh, Overall stress level, I I guess you could say the smallest thing can get bumped up to a level that's not necessary. Yeah. I know it affects your metabolism. Just yeah. your, you know, people who don't rest enough, their metabolism slows down. You know, I can get nerdy on the reasons why, but like I've seen that happen in people over time. So if you're trying to hit some kind of fitness goal, then you may want to think more about rest from that standpoint. And that goes into the physical performance part too, right? If you aren't sleeping enough or you're not having enough downtime, you really don't have the energy or the stamina to do physically what you're trying to do or trying to do to get to the physical goal that you're trying to get to right like do we even bring in the cortisol conversation (laughs) maybe not but the cortisol is that hormone that it when you're stressed your body releases it and it makes you hold on to belly fat so i mean you you literally could be Mm -hmm. just so 
um, maybe you just start a fitness routine or you just so into it and it, I mean, it stresses you out. You are so worn out that you're just defeating yourself. That cortisol is building up and not a good thing. So like most people, when they think about rest, I mean, the, the number one topic that comes to your mind is sleep, right? So let's talk about sleep for a second. Um, again, this is not something I can offer too many best practices <laughs> at. Like I probably sleep like six hours would be the average. And there's some people out there who are like, man, if I don't do eight, I, I can't function. Um, but I personally believe it's like a don't shoot for a number. When I think about I've got to have eight hours, that stresses me out and makes me not sleep well. So I've learned to just like let my body go to bed when it's going to go to bed and let my body wake up when it's going to wake up. But you might be a little different. I sleep well, but that's not true. We do go to bed at a certain time. We try to. We're pretty strict. You sleep too well, though. It's like annoying it's just because I I'm wake so up in the wicked. middle of the night and look over at you and I get pissed off. Because it's because like, I'm she's, so well taken care of. I just know yeah. I love sleep. I go all day and I don't sit. And then when I hit the bed. So how would you suggest to Brandon to somebody who is like, what are some of the good best practices for sleep? You would think? Okay. So what I had to, like I'm a planner, so I had to put a plan in place to actually go to bed. So here's some things I do, <laughs> right, wrong, or indifferent. These are some things I do almost every night. So you probably heard like, hey, put your phone down, right? Don't don't look at your phone like as as near to bedtime as possible. Put it down. So I, it may be that may be hard for some people, but I just try to say like 10, 15 minutes before bed, I'm not looking at my phone anymore. Um, that maybe helps slow your mind down a little bit. There's got to be some kind of wind down time for me. So I can't go from watching a sporting event and seeing my team get crushed to straight to bed, right? My heart's pumping or I can't, I can't work out at night and then come home and go to sleep. That just doesn't work for me. Mm -hmm. Some people can, I don't understand. And for me to wind down, like I literally have to turn the lights down in the house. So overhead lights go off, lamps go on you know, there may be a candle or something. I'm like really getting the senses. Yeah. Down low. yeah. Also, I cannot, this is a weird thing. I cannot go to sleep at night unless I just got out of the shower. Yeah. That's a, I guess that's not related to rest. That's more on the topic of just being weird. And yeah. Um, another thing I learned was put people, some people disagree with this. I sleep with socks on every night. Something about your extremities being a certain temperature, especially being warm, uh, helps you sleep better. Yeah, that's been proven. That's, that's yes. Proven by who? Google? I, I don't know. <laughs> it may have been like Glamour Magazine they, or something, but they, I did read that. <laughs> they say. <laughs> they say. Um, but just try it. Like if that's something that maybe you're not sleeping well, try putting socks on. See if it works. If it doesn't, take them off. Who cares? I don't know. Some people are weirded out by that. But also know friends who sleep naked, and that's weird too. So, yeah. turn the temperature down. You sleep better when you're cold. Yeah, that is factual. Yeah, yes. the colder the better. So usually two or three degrees colder than the normal temperature you keep it in your house. But make sure you turn it up when you get up, or your kids will freeze. Learn that financial fitness, and it'll save them on power bill. Mm. Um, I like to, again, 
maybe not work for everybody. I like to plan my day for the, the next day before I go to bed. So like half the time we're laying in bed, I'll roll over and be like, all right, what are you doing tomorrow? What am I doing tomorrow? What's the first thing I got to do? How much time does that give me in the morning? It lets me mentally know when I really have to wake up. I would say a good quality bed. No doubt. Oh, it is so worth it to just just splurge on your bed. Yeah, spend the money. It's totally worth it. You spend, think about it, a third, if not a fourth minimum of your life in bed. Throw some money at that stuff. Don't get a crappy bed. Yeah. What do we get? Is it Tempur-Pedic? Yeah. I mean, it, oh, it was gosh. expensive. But every almost every time we lay down in it, I'm like, man, this is the best. This is a great ever. investment, and I would spend probably even more money on the next bed. Yep, just because it matters that much. But that same on on that same note, like quality bed, quality bed sheets, good pillows, like all the stuff. You spend a ton of time there. Be comfortable there. Look forward to going to bed. Yes, and then I would say <clears throat> supplementation. Like we we we've already. We've talked about supplementation a little bit in a previous podcast, but um, cal calcium and magnesium. Um, we take a CalMag um, every night. They're like chewable, and it's it, it. What am I trying to say? It helps you sleep, but it helps calm your calm your muscles, relax your muscles, and helps you go to sleep. And um, it, it's got to be both of those together too. There's I don't want to get nerdy about it, but you got to have calcium and magnesium together for it to really work and give you all the benefits. Yeah. So I definitely do that. We take, we also take a pill called dream serene, but, um, it's got melatonin, which most of you know is helps you sleep. It's got valerian, which is a herb that helps you sleep and then lemon balm. So it's got all three of those mixed in together, some proprietary solution. I don't know, but when you take it, not only do you go to sleep faster, but when you get to sleep, it's a deeper sleep. So even on nights when I'm like, man, I know I only got like five, six hours before I got to wake up, I'll still take it because it helps me get deeper, mm-hmm. quicker. Yes. No pun intended. We're not touching them. And uh, just a fun fact about Brandon and I, we sleep with a pillow in between us. In between, all the time. All the time. Don't touch me. Yeah, no no finger, no toe can touch. Yeah. And we're, we're the same on that. So, you know. If you have to do that, if your if your partner keeps you awake because they won't stop touching you, just tell them you got to put a pillow there. Well, again, we got friends who cuddle, 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 cuddle all night long, like sleep, <laughs> holding each other. That I, makes me sweat thinking yeah, about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we physically would sweat okay. if we did that. We're gonna go off on a tangent. As we were. Let's go back. Um, that's getting to sleep. Maybe on waking up. So. I'm one of those who I wake up with no alarm. I can't do an alarm. It stresses me out. I think about it all night long. I look up or wake up and look at the clock all throughout the night. Is it almost, you know, X time for my alarm to go off? I don't like it. Maybe you need that. You got to figure out what works for you. I just like to let my body tell me when it's ready to wake up. Not my mind. Like if I wake up thinking about stuff, I know that's not meant to be. But like if I wake up and I'm like, I feel pretty good. I'm going to go ahead and pop up. It doesn't matter if it's five hours or eight hours. Yeah, I'm completely opposite. <laughs> yeah, she's going eight no I, matter what. Yeah, because I'm going to stay up and wake up every hour looking at the clock thinking I'm missing the time that I'm supposed to have the kids to school or, you know, whatever I have to do in the morning. So the alarm for me helps me sleep better because I know that 
I don't have to worry about anything. I do have a pet peeve though. Quit like trying to get, not you, but like quit trying to get, oh, I need another 10, 15 minutes, something like that. That really doesn't matter. And the whole scope of life really doesn't matter. So when you wake up, like actually go, okay, mentally I'm awake. The next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to actually put my feet on the floor. I'm going to stand up and I'm going to start moving. To me, that movement helps. Yeah. So we put our phones on the other side of the room with the alarm. So when it goes off, you have to actually get out of the bed. So there's no like just reaching over and slamming the snooze button. (laughs) That's when you get in trouble. I think there's some, I don't know if I believe this, but there's some like weird, your phone's too close to you in the middle of the night. It messes with your brain. I don't know. Oh yeah. You don't need all that stuff next to your head. Yeah. Um, I also, this is kind of on the note, but like when I wake up, I have to be mentally like, all right, I'm awake. My feet are on the floor and then I got to tell myself something good right from the start. Because if I go, uh, I'm so tired. Like everybody wakes up and goes, uh, I'm tired. Don't say that. Like tomorrow, wake up, actually tell yourself, I feel amazing. And today's going to be a good day and get up and start moving. See what it does. Good. All right. That was about sleep. Let's go to the second thing for me, which is having an actual, not just daily sleep, but like having a dedicated day each week that's a rest day Mm -hmm. and we've talked about rest days on the like physical fitness part but that can be a day of recovery for you not just rest not sleeping all day but like what what helps you recover what helps you recharge more so is the word i'm looking for and whatever recharges you is what you need to be thinking through and like put a plan in place that i am going to do that stuff on that day Yeah. And you really have to plan through that stuff and think about it because if you don't, life gets in the way. People call you and want to do things that are going to take away from that. It's just, it'll get out of control. And give yourself permission to rest. Like I struggle with that. Just thinking, well, there's more I could be doing that would help me, help my family, help whatever, make money. But you almost have to tell yourself it's okay to rest and your body will relax more. And think about, I have to tell myself this too. God made the earth in six days and he rested on the seventh. So if he can rest one day a week, then it's okay for you too. also. Yeah. He actually commanded us to rest one day. So there's that. And because it's, it's what's good for us. So whatever recharges you, if that's, and, and we'll just throw some stuff out there, but like, well, I'll ask you first. You're my wife. What recharges you? I was thinking about this. Um, it could be like, I'll just throw some stuff out there for other people. That may be, some people like taking a bath. I don't like that, but take a bath. It could be going a walk. We do that, like try to once a day, like going a walk together. It could be, oh, this is mine, alone time. Like get away from humans, get away from uh, media, get away from your phone. Just be alone enough to where you can actually hear your thoughts instead of, hearing another ding on your phone go off. It may be stretching. I don't know. I think a perfect recharge day to me sounds like a walk, a nap, lunch with a really good friend. Cause actually people recharge me in a weird way, mm. but just for a short amount of time, just mm. for a short amount of time. And then to have somebody else cook for me or go out to eat. Because that's something that I'm constantly doing. So, yes. I think she just told me all the recipes for a date night. Mm-hmm. 
um, you know, if you're talking about physical stuff you can do to relax, I mean, yeah, I talked about stretching. It could be that it could be go sit in the sauna. It could be you know, a lot of people do cold therapy. Um, anything that like is not a physical activity, but just something where you're changing your body in a way, shape or form. It may be, you know what? I just need dedicated prayer time or time to read a book. I don't, for those people who like to read, I don't get it, but maybe that recharges you. Yeah. I've heard from, um, from moms that work all week that their recharge day consists of, you know, grocery shopping by themselves and kind of planning for the week and just getting it all in order. And that's relaxing to them because then they don't have to think about that stuff during the week. So even though it kind of is quote unquote work, it is, it is kind of relaxing. Yeah, self-care, right? Yeah. I, I started uh, six months ago. I just said, you know what? I'm going to budget for it. I'm getting a massage every two weeks. And for me, that's a lot. That's a, it's expensive. Sometimes I don't feel like I, whatever, deserve it um, or should but I went ahead and prepaid for it. So I got to do it. I definitely will do it. Then. And the same thing for like chiropractor. I feel great when I leave there. I just got to make it happen and put it on the calendar. So think through what, what helps you recover and uh, recharge. Yes. In general too, all of these, like anything that helps you recharge is like feeding your senses in a way. So you got all these different senses. You got smell, taste, touch, what you hear, what you see, all that kind of stuff. So I try to think of it in those terms. So like what, <laughs> what, what you smell relaxes you, right? Depending on a fragrance or some kind of aromatherapy or um, it could be even like just taking a second. I know this sounds cheesy, but I got forced to do it in the corporate world. Like take a second for like a, a breath break or a breathing break, whatever they call it, where, you just go for three minutes and you just breathe deep. Super weird. And I don't like being with myself alone like that, but like something about that can help you recharge. Yeah. Who is that? That guy. She's the pumping pet. her arms. Tony Robbins. <laughs> Tony Robbins. <laughs> Have you all seen what he does in the morning? It's amazing. He does do like a, a cold, he jumps in a cold Bat. pool. Mm. Weird. But he does this, breathing pumping thing with his arms but he swears by it and i think we've done it in one of his sessions and <laughs> amazingly it works but it may be about what you listen to you know it could be music that helps you recharge it could be upbeat music it could be slow stuff just it could be what you don't listen to and choose to get away from the news or negativity of any kind um it could be you know like touch right that's a sense so get a dog pet your dog possibly yeah uh, pet your dog or like just Sheree likes this she actually likes to be hugged I'm not a fan but she is and she her whole demeanor changes like if I walk up and just hug her and not just like a you know side hug like like a hug where I just hold her for like 30 seconds her eyes are actually relaxing if y'all could see them right now as I said hug you for 30 seconds she smiled and her eyes lit up but yeah, little stuff like that. It can be taste. That's another sense. So even what food you eat can help you relax. So don't be afraid. Here's one tip. Don't be afraid of eating fatty stuff. It actually helps you sleep better. Your body can use it better. But on the flip side, stay away from sugar. 
sugar is what gets you, you know, super high, super low. Right. And we're talking about not every day, right? We're just talking about ways to help you rest with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you watch. Yeah. So like you said, maybe don't watch something super invigorating right before you go to bed. But yeah, any, I mean, even what you see, like going outside and getting some sun. I mean, just a 10 minute walk or just mm-hmm. sometimes I just get up in the middle of the day and go stand in the backyard and just feel the sun. It can kind of relax you. So whatever it is, I'd say just wrapping up, like plan in your weekly calendar, give yourself like some structured time and make this a discipline. It's got to be something just like everything else that you practice and you make part of your life. Otherwise, life's going to suck you up pretty quick and spit you out. And you're not going to have that, that rest and ability to recharge. Agree. And your relationships and your family life is going to be a lot better too. There you go. Preach. All right. Sounds good. So here we go on rest. That was it. It's almost time to go to bed. (laughs) Yay. All right. See you guys next time. Bye. That wraps up this episode of Fit Chat. We would love to hear your feedback. And the best way to do that is to find us on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify and leave us a review. We build our entire content based on your feedback, so every review matters.